0: Welcome to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com, where the Discovery of Self has put a show away. With a 1,000-plus archive shows and new shows coming to you every Tuesday, we bring you illuminating people from around the globe. Visit our store for their services and books, and enjoy the show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition for The Love of Music. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Robert Alexander. He has this wonderful program called Truth. He also has another program called Life Rhythms, and we're going to be talking about both of them today, but they're all around music and how music makes us feel. Music to meditate by, music to, um, to um, for coaches that can help them in their, tr- in their treatments with their patients or their clients, uh, music that can free us, music that can heal us. But a lot of it is kind of the background music, music that's subtly in the background that just kind of penetrates and, and works its way through our psyche and through our body and through our souls and our spirits. And it's music that just kind of helps us then express or release or express ourselves. So. Music is very, very important, um, and it's something that we can't do without in the world. But sometimes we don't always notice it in the foreground. We notice it as, as a background, and it sets the platform of the stage and we're in the way that we can kind of react or do things in life. And this is where his skill comes in. He knows how to build that ambiance music, those life rhythms that are behind us, that helps us kind of connect and Interact with ourselves and with our environment, so how did he decide to do this? be the landscaper of music um, He provides music for coaches and healers and yoginesses uh, and hyper um, hyper other therapists and reiki masters and other practitioners using this um, professional medium. Uh, why this way who well, does it help and um where does he get his inspiration from? Because you really, truly have to be tuned in in order to produce music like this. And you will be hearing some of his music as we close out, and I encourage you to come back and look at the posting here and hear some other music that he's got and on his site. But first, let's find out, where is his soul connection that he can provide us such beautiful soul for music? Welcome to the show, Robert.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: So a lot of people are out there wanting to be forefront, band leaders, you know, in the limelight, you know, making music that's going to make the millions. And here you're doing music that kind of speaks to our landscapes, to our ambience, that sets the stage. Uh, and that isn't, you know, the front music guy. What does made you decide to take that path? Or was it chosen for you?
1: You know, honestly, uh, both, Sarah. It's just really funny, too, because... Um, When it comes down to it both, I I would almost consider myself almost like an unsung hero. It's always helping the underdog and it's never been about the glitz and glamour for me. It's been more about what can I do to help serve? So at the same time too, um, with the music that I create, I felt that using music as a modality, as a tool to um, help others who are also serving in the world as well, that can be a great thing. So you know, being a younger individual and at the same time too growing up with music, I always knew that my bond with music was just so special and I believe I knew early, like at a very, very early young age that I was called to work with music and doing something profound with music. It's just one of those old friends that never have uh, left your side. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's, I think, the best way to really encapsulate that.
0: It's always been your root. Yeah,
1: it's it's definitely been part of my family. Um, I come from a Jewish heritage, even though I don't practice as much in terms of culturally, and, you know, some customs and such. But I mean, I have a family that has like a lineage of cantors, which is um, the individual who would sing during religious services and such. And they would also be bringing in prayers and what have you. So um, I don't necessarily have like a, a grandmother or a grandfather that was you know, singing in type technical capacity, but definitely coming from a, like, a long Musical lineage—that's what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you, you know, it sounds like it, just as that music is used to set the tone, you know, for the prayer or for the receiving, it's you kind of seem to follow that path of kind of setting the tone, setting the platform on which for things to be done.
1: No pun intended. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a matter of being a facilitator and <laughs> literally setting the tone and. Um, Letting the ego get out of the way, just really being able to facilitate and allow intuitively to see what notes really resonate and to really hold space, whether if I'm working with somebody that has PTSD or depression or um, even working with addiction or having a traumatic brain injury, let alone working with those um, coaches and healers and therapists and hypnotherapists that are um, wanting something original for their media. Even some corporate clients or others that really need music for their um, promotional media as well. You know, you just never know. I mean, basically, it's a matter of connecting and seeing what resonates. And hopefully, the biggest intention is for them to receive the healing or the success that they're really desiring.
0: It's invitational music, isn't it? Because you're inviting people to step into that, that tone, that signature, that platform um, in in which to do what they need to do. So, you know, music is always that invite because it's always the precursor. It, uh, it invites people to pay attention. It sets the tone um, of how you wish people to receive what's coming next. And I think it's always a thing of just in balancing people out, that equilibrium of bringing them all into the same space so that now you can introduce what you want to introduce to them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything I do is a co-creative process, especially when I'm creating with, uh, with individuals that are wanting something different in their lives. So when I create customized affirmations or if I create a unique soundscape, whether it's for sleep or somebody has anxiety or they're having a difficult time and you know, moving forward from, you know, a death in the family or grieving over a relationship, it's everything I'm doing is I'm being able to hold the space for specific individuals whether again if they're experiencing the pain and suffering or the anxiety or if they're um, wanting a difference in their business I'm able to have that co-creative process and be able to co-create something with them and have a better understanding of what their needs are so ultimately we are invoking more of what they want and what they desire
0: let's look at it from the therapeutics um, you know side of things is that if you're in a turmoil or in anxiety or depression you are so caught up in that expression of the moment that really uh, it's very hard to get anybody's attention and help them out of it. But somehow music is something that penetrates that that barrier, um, that membrane and manages to go into the psyche and calm things down. Um, and help bring people back out of whatever they're dealing with at the time. And, it's, you know, sometimes it could be just, you know, simple little chimes, or sometimes it can be full-on salt music, but it, it is something that helps, as I say, bring bring people into a level where they they can breathe again and breathe with ease.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: So uh, I know for me that music is very, very therapeutic. Every time I kind of get, I suffer from anxiety and depression and most certainly insomnia. I should play music at night, but I don't. Um, You know, for me, it is something that uh, just uh, I pull myself into the music and and just let let it speak to me. And I find that it removes me from me. And from wherever I'm at at that time and then I can come back and revisit me and I'm much calmer and the things that got me upset or depressed um, it just seem to have kind of either diminished or certainly lessened to a point that I can look at them more rationally that really is the gift of music isn't it
1: I believe so one of the many gifts for sure
0: so you work a lot with coaches and reiki masters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, you know, obviously, it's it's personal the music that you um, that you do for them. So, uh, you know, how do you connect that? How do you find that right piece of music for what they need?
1: Well, that's a really awesome question, Sarah. Because when I connect with these individuals, I mean, everything that I do, I mean, I create everything from scratch. I, I, I don't have a library where I'm just saying, by the way, here's these songs and please choose one and that's it. I mean, what I would do is connect with them one-on-one and to understand what their needs are. Um, I would basically consult with them and just understand what their purpose is and at the same time, too, ultimately what they're looking to accomplish. And so I have a variety of sound samples that I've worked with um, other professionals, whether if it's you know, a fitness instructor or doing Pilates or a yoga instructor or just, just hearing different sounds that really feel at home and they feel resonant. So um, going from that foundation, that's the best way to go about it. I tend to use different textures and tones that feel very soothing to me. And everything that I do within that creative process, I definitely include the um, the professional, the the coach, the healer, the hypnotherapist, is um, actually a wellness platform that, I was creating a a series of tracks for a hypnotherapist. Um, The website's called Vigor Room, and basically they wanted me to create some music for their platform, and everything that I was doing, there was always some sort of round for revisions or for review to make sure that's exactly what they wanted, and sometimes I was using Reverb on the um, hypnotherapist's voice at the same time, too. It's just really understanding what their needs are if I really get down to the bottom of it that's really what it is and to mindfully and um, consciously see what I can do to help shift their vision into reality.
0: Basically it's because the last thing you need is is somebody's trying to you know do a treatment or a massage or Reiki or something on somebody and then the music just suddenly jars them out of that uh, piece that they're in. Um, So you really do need to kind of customize the music that takes them through their process and matches their process and the vibration in which they're treating their their client in.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the beautiful thing too is we're running into a lot of issues with copyright. Copyright infringement, for instance. Um, I was with my significant other in the car last week and I was video, I was actually taking a video on my phone of her singing and they doing a cute little dance as she was driving. And um, in the background was the soundtrack to a very popular movie. And what happened was I ended up posting that to Facebook. And for some reason, or I, te- I attempted to at least, um, and what happened was for some reason it said, we cannot upload your music because of licensing restrictions or copyright infringement, or there could be a possibility with that. So everything that I create for my clients, again, whether they're needing something to help them move through whatever they're experiencing mentally, emotionally, even possibly spiritually, even physically. Um, let alone being a wellness professional or someone else that's utilizing my music even for, um, for film or TV. Um, at the end of the day, they own the rights to their music. You know, not one piece of music is the same. There may mm-hmm. be different instruments that might be used similarly, but every person owns the rights to their music and they also have a creative say in what they want in there.
0: And and that's very comforting for them because that means if they do want to promote that music or give that music to their client to go home and kind of, you know, continue using it, they can do and they're not treading on anybody else's toes. Um, Let's look at music and and spirituality because it's, uh, as I said, music it comes from the soul and the heart and it lifts the spirit and it's something that completely and utterly envelops us. And sometimes it's about getting you know, letting us get up and dance, um, you know, shake our boogie and and jump all about and and other times it's just again, as I said, that's something that you can feel the flow of energy of that music just coming through your body and, and releasing you and and allowing you to express. Um it's music's been used in, in the art of spirituality since the beginning of time and in all forms of religion are there any particular kind of notes or tones that are significant with that beautiful invitation that uh, you know um, religious or spiritual music has that, that, that is so inviting
1: mm, okay Phone that's a really good I.
0: question <laughs> say again? I thrown you (laughs) on.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, So in terms of tones, I mean, for me, um, every note that I've played, it's been more of an intuitive essence. I never really went to school to to learn or be classically trained for music. You know, there have been a few classes. Although there's just different sounds that feel right to me in my heart. Mm -hmm. And anybody that I've connected with that have created technology for transformation and they use music and light, like vibration and light, Um, the people that I've connected with, just about everybody would say, listen to your heart. So there's consonant tones and dissonant tones, and I tend to use quite a bit of consonant tones. Um, I don't use a lot of beats. I mean, sometimes I do. But in relationship to specific tones, it would probably be on the major scales versus the minor scales. Um, Minor tends to have a little bit more of a dissonant sound, a little bit more of a melancholy. Um, There's different chords that from what I'm gathering, they're overlapping, you know, there's different chord progressions and sounds. Um, but in terms of any specific chords, I, I guess to answer clearly, there would be a, a chord structure, um, whether they're, you know, just A's or C's, um, as long as they're in the consonant form, from what I'm gathering, that could, could probably make a profound difference.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At the same time, too, um, there's different types of tones, like, on a, to expand upon this a little bit more, like, binaural beats, I've heard that brain entrainment, with binaural beats is great. Um, There's a huge battle between um, 528 hertz and 432 hertz, you know, which one's like the one to really help evolve human hearing and at the same time to consciousness, so um, back to chords, anything consonant would most likely be a great way to help progress one, because obviously it's in a positive flow versus it being more of in a negative flow or negative frequency.
0: So, you know, we, we, we look at anything, you know, music, we, there's a lot of kind of a mathematical equation there because you're looking at the, the measurement of vibration and hertz and frequency. And, you know, we are uh, uh, frequency beings. We're run, you know, by energy. The flow that runs through us, our chi. And and I think, you know, a lot of people kind of very, very disconnected to their own energy and, and don't actually understand how it works. And We really want to raise people's vibration so we need to raise that frequency we need to raise um you know the the energy that is within them and it's not the energy that's going to have them running around chasing their tails but it's an energy that allows that um that beautiful divine essence to flow through their body and so as you said, having music that kind of raises its frequency can raise the frequency and the vibrational energy through a person. And I think that's very often where we do get that, that healing and that connection to music that helps us rise above a situation.
1: I cannot agree more, honestly. Um, it's also a matter of readiness as well. Uh, I tend to use this analogy a lot about... Um, let's say if somebody drank a gallon of water and they need to use the restroom, um, if you drink the gallon of water, it's highly unlikely that you'll have to use the restroom immediately. However, you know, when you're ready, when you are ready, you get to use it whenever you need to. And as long as you know where it is, you're in good shape. So there's some people, if they're open to hearing a certain type of music because they want a certain result, for instance, if they're feeling, sad because they're going through a breakup or they're feeling really depressed and they're not really feeling as optimal, chances are they may want to listen to something to help them feel more in tune, more mm-hmm. relaxed. And the thing is, they may be listening to a different type of music. So because everybody's different, everyone has their own interests and in the genres. So at the end of the day, though, as long as it helps them get to where they want to go and they're willing to trust that the music will... That's the matter anyway. There's a matter of openness and willingness to actually hear this, to actually move forward with it.
0: Well, you know, that's the thing. Life is a process. And, you know, we want to raise people's frequencies and vibrations. We want them to be able to ride that energy. Um, but when you're not going to take people from zero to um, just like that. Um, and also, if people are dealing with pain or sorrow or sadness, they really actually need the music that's going to allow them to cry, to release, you know, to feel a, a sense of comfort, um, because they're experiencing a loss. So the, we have to allow music to speak to our process, don't we?
1: Absolutely. Especially if the music's speaking to you and you're willing to listen, it, it's so, so important. And having the vulnerability to cry um, it's also important too and if something's able to move you to tears or being able to help bring motivation or inspiration it's another frequency and it's raising your frequency or vibration and and hence the good vibes and at the end of the day I mean if there's a willingness anything is possible
0: yeah exactly we you know we see an awful lot of what I call <sighs> static music out there where I feel it's not connecting, I feel it's more riling people up. And you know there's a time to kind of you want to rile people up into action or you know into some stimulation. but we've got to be careful, haven't we, on that because there are certain kind of frequencies and tones that can kind of rile the anger and the discontent in people in a complete opposite to kind of that peace setting.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I know that. When I was talking about those dissonant tones or there's certain verbiage, you know, there there's a certain energy behind it. You know, if you're speaking angrily saying, We must have this, you can you can feel the tone, you can feel the energy behind that. And I think a lot of people they're they're wanting to do something with their anger and frustration. And at the same time too, they may be feeling consumed by being in an area where there's other people feeling a certain way and they just want to feel they feel differently. However, they can't or they are being consumed by the majority, which is not how they really want to be feeling. Mm-hmm. So frequency is again so important and being able to express it in a way at the same time too being able to work with the energy it's so important, even to the body, from what I've realized too. Um it, it's so important to work things through, especially if you're holding on to specific energy. So it's super important to have a uh, whether it's a music style or some sort of movement or activity or something in relation to, in, in alignment with the music to create a difference, especially when it comes to having more of a positive outlook than a negative outlook.
0: You know, when you you look at, uh, you know, the the African music and you look at uh, the Native Indian music and a few other cultures around the world, you know, they have these beautiful rhythms they get into and their bodies start stamping and they start moving and everything is so rhythmical and it's so releasing and it's so invigorating and it's, it's wonderful to see and you can't help but kind of feel, you know, your body kind of get into that. And there's something about kind of stomping your feet on the ground to a rhythm and a rhythm that kind of flows and goes up and down and around and inviting, and it's a, you know, that kind of, it is a good way to kind of get rid of any of the the angst and at the same time find that connection, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Um, even taking part in, you're feeling a visceral sense in your body. You're actually creating movement. You're creating vibration. You're. Allowing yourself, you're marrying yourself to the music. You're participating in the experience, mm-hmm. and and you're. That's when you start feeling the collective force. I mean, in the universal sense, from what I've learned from different um, belief systems and philosophies, you know, we're all connected. So, why wouldn't the music want to help create some sort of captivating type of essence or some sort of movement? No pun intended. For mm-hmm. for that type of stomping your feet on the ground or wanting to sway your hips or wanting to just move your body in a certain fashion. I mean, it's just so powerful.
0: And of course you have the other end of the spectrum where you have things like Qigong and Tai Chi and where the music there is kind of more ethereal, isn't it? It's kind of calmer and and more out of body and because everything there is about the flow, about the stretch and allowing the energy to run freely through your body, through its release. So going back to kind of looking at music and how it dictates it can dictate our movement and it can dictate our psyche I mean really it is it's a, a conductor a, a, a conduit a, a dictator it's you know music can be everything can't it I mean it really can push us and pull us and, and push us to where we need to be
1: I agree 100% in fact I agree a thousand percent makes so much sense
0: Music for um, businesses and things like this, very often you have music that, um, you know, they've picked a number and they think that that represents them. But having a custom-made music for a business, that really kind of connects with them, you know, that speaks to them, whether it be a soft music in the background or something that's a little more triumphant. Y- you know, you want to know is when I'm interviewing somebody and I look at their site, and um, oh I was pre interview as you know, sometimes I look at the site and the site doesn't represent them at all they've got somebody else to do it and there isn't any of their signature in there Um it's the same with the music isn't it it's got to be representative of the client and the company and what they're trying to do otherwise it could be rather like you know the the needle on the record and uh, totally be a, a disconnect
1: oh yeah yeah definitely Um Music is definitely a branding piece. I've done graphic design for a long time and that's actually have a small business that works with that and I work with a web developer and you know, creating identities for businesses and logos and things like that too. So I mean that's a vital part, especially if you have music in a video or you have it to be sold as a um as a piece that you want to sell for your on your website or long story short, I mean it's it's a vital piece. And if it doesn't represent you, you, you want to make sure this music is representing something in your business. Mm-hmm. Even if you're targeting a new clientele, it's absolutely vital.
0: I mean, you've bought that tone. You know, they say that that um, first impression, it's its 55% is your body action. How well do you fit into your own skin? Do you show that confidence? Um, 38% is tone. Uh, Nobody's going to listen to that 7% content unless your tone is right. So anytime you have music that's representing a business, it's the tone of your business. And it must represent who you are, otherwise nobody's going to listen to you.
1: Right on, exactly. Dead spot on.
0: So what is it that you really love to do? There must be some sort of favorite genre or favorite pieces that you have.
1: Hmm. For me, there, there's this term I've wanted to figure out how to classify it for years. One of my favorite artists actually really eloquently has said it, and he calls it genre bending. So for me, like a long time ago, I was interested in having a music project and calling it genre because I play guitar. I've been into electronic music. Um, a long time ago, I used to listen to like a lot of hard, heavy music. And for me, I mean, lately I've been listening to like a lot of lounge, down-tempo um, a lot of music that's based out of the United Kingdom, um, Scandinavia, basically um, even Australia, let alone the United States. And so, I mean, for me, any type of genres of music, it's it's almost like craving Chinese food or craving a corned beef sandwich mm-hmm. if you eat meat, you know? But basically, it's a matter of what my tastes are, what my desires are. I could go back into uh, my music collection and see, um, wow, I haven't listened to that one for a while, and then I would just tune into it. Like, I would want to have dinner (laughs) so of course music and food going really well together too so for me I just released two albums that went simultaneously Um, one of them is called Modern Ritual which is a combination of two of my previous albums one's on Pandora and the other one's on um, globally through iTunes and other um, online vehicles uh, or outlets so basically that's more ambient and more minimal with the intention to help people become more connected it's great for yoga um, great for meditating and visualizing and just really being in that space of manifestation. And then the other part is just more of experiencing more of the, um, I don't want to say clubbing, but more um, electronic dancing, you know, just really exploring your essence. So modern ritual is more of the ambient as well as um, essence is that pulse inside. You can really feel the feeling of it. And you could tell that I created both of them because there's a similar feeling in each at the same time they're very different flavors so Getting back to food, it's almost like an ice cream shop where there's different types of flavors and you can mix and mold and mesh. I'm also a foodie, if you can't tell. No, right, yes. I'm well, yeah, but, but uh, food
0: and music go very well together. And, you know, that's something that I find very, very annoying actually is when you're in a restaurant and they've got this loud music and you're having to shout over it. And I know why they do it. They, you know, they have this fast, loud music to, to get you to eat fast and get out so they can turn the table over. But I think if you ha- have a restaurant that has the ambient music that allows the body to digest, better and allows for that conversation yeah. and interaction you would actually end up with a much happier clientele
1: Absolutely and especially if you know your clientele, you're more than happy to cater so you listen to the, what their needs are, you, yeah. you know what their music is You versus going, I was actually talking to somebody um, who was affiliated in with a music conference and uh, I was talking to them early to see if I could hopefully partner with them or donate some time to help out with their booth. And they were talking about, we were talking about a doctor's office. If you go into a doctor's office, you know, if a lot of people are in pain, ultimately, like you were saying before, you you want to set the tone. So um, if you know your clients, you want to create that environment. You want to create that type of essence where you're walking in. And you're able to really feel like, oh, wow, I can actually relax. Even if I'm in pain, it's giving mm-hmm. some sort of, you know, seedling or some sort of information basically that, you're saying, oh, it's okay to heal. It's okay to relax. Oh, I can actually enjoy my food. I could take as long as I need. You know, this is good. I could feel at ease. Oh, wow, this is a great place.
0: You know, it's the, really, de- the dentist's the office, right? You know, having something that calms you yeah. down where the drill is going. So, um, you know, I'd also imagine, actually, that music for the birthing room would be excellent.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I remember connecting with a few people, and they, they were interested in connecting and finding a way to create music for pregnancy or finding anything in relationship to even menopause. Mm -hmm. I mean, goodness. I mean, I just connected with so many different people with so many different needs. Um, And getting back to the music part. I mean, that's, that's just one thing too. I mean, any way where I feel inclined to explore, even if I'm just singing and playing my guitar and adding reverb and adding a little bit of some electronic beats, I mean, anything that I can do to create, that tone creates something that people are able to resonate to. Um, That's one of my biggest purposes is finding ways to resonate with people and finding ways for them to either commune together and to connect and to find a way to really feel liberated and to feel connected to each other too. So um, long story short, me creating music from my heart is just, that's what really matters in terms of genres or having a favorite genre
0: and that's where it should come you know the heart and the soul and it should lift the spirit and it should let the mind be more inquiring or find its peace n- n- depending what it is and you know i've got music from the past because you were talking about music from the past and you know i'm a 70s chick and we had some goddamn music you know really great music in that time period and you know there's a few oh of yeah. them um you know like i love the um uh uh not blood sweat and tears another group uh, Earth, Wind and Fire no, Bless, Wind and Tears um, God Bless the Child you know and it's you hear it sung again today and it's the beauty of the music uh, from that uh, era there's there's a lot of music that was just so kind of profound you know that's so poetic um, that it can transcend decade after decade where somebody else will come up and, and sing it and have its beautiful hauntingness and speak to us in a different way and I think that's the beauty of music it's there is the what we call the bubblegum music that's here for the moment and it addresses the nation at that time but true music really just has no time limit does it it just uh, keeps speaking to the next generation and the next generation in a different way
1: absolutely um there's an artist that was out in the late 60s early 70s his name is john martin and wow i mean you can just feel the presence you can feel the essence he was very close to Nick Drake, who um, died at a very young age, and uh, still, both of those two, you can feel their presence in their music. I mean, I'm sure people here too with the Beatles and
0: mm-hmm.
1: Eric Clapton and these these major greats. So um, I hear you. I really do.
0: <laughs> and and we need different types of music for different times. You know, there's there's sometimes uh, I interviewed uh, another local musician the other day and he um, decided to do a video and His is you know, Dance Tonight song and uh, set it up, I think, around the law courts down on Robson Street and just invited people to come in front of the screen and dance to the music and he put the video together and you could see everybody, you know, some people being great dancers, some people not, some people just moving their shoulders, some people just moving their feet, some people just moving their heats, but every single one of them had a smile on their face and that's the thing is that music is connector, and it bridges all ages, all races, all sexes, all faiths, and it brings people together, and it makes them feel good. So that's the beauty of, of music, is that you play the right music, and you can bring everybody together in some form of conversation or connection.
1: Absolutely. I, again, I cannot agree more. It makes so much sense, and there's a reason why they say that music is a universal language. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, it, it transcends all languages. Um, and it just, it's, it's very personal, even though you can have millions of people listening to the same music. Each one of those people are going to have a different personal connection with that music um, than the next person. Because it's speaking to you in, in what you need in that moment. And you could listen to it again a little while later and it could have a different meaning.
1: Exactly. That is exactly why I've created music that's customized for the individual and wanting to create things that really resonate with them in that moment to help them on their journey. And it's, it's so important. It really is. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of having uniquely tailored music or thinking, oh my gosh, it's crazy expensive. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, we're a lot of us innovative Thinkers, we're doing our best to help humanity evolve. As long as they're in tune or inclined to take those modalities, you know, um, it's all about intention too. So that's that's a great thing.
0: You know, I can imagine. I mean, it's not just for coaches or anybody else. I mean, there are people they found a meditative style, but they need that piece of music that that really takes them out of the chatter of their head, out of the busyness and what they their to-do list. And, and I think if you have a signature piece of music that's yours and you know that every time you hear it, it's going to take you to this place. And now you can step into your meditation. You can step into your breathing. Because that's your piece of music. It speaks to your psyche every single time. So I imagine it's very uh, beneficial just for the everyday person who wants to kind of find that meditative style uh, to have a piece of music customized for them.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: And it's something you can take anywhere. You know, you're feeling stressed at work, just play it, bring yourself down, take a few breaths, and you're back into your tranquility. It's your music that's signature to you, and you can play it anytime, anywhere, and it will bring you back down into the center of self.
1: That's right. There's no requirement about how long you should listen to it, -hmm. how often you need to listen to it. You you could tune it in, you can listen to it on your phone, you can play it on your computer, if you need to take a break for a few moments, just to take a few deep breaths. I mean, it's something that you're using to help anchor ground, again, to motivate, to be inspired. I have a lot of this information on my website. Um, at the same time, too, you know, again, it's all about resonance and knowing what your needs are at this present moment.
0: And I can imagine for people that are really in the post-traumatic stress disorder and anxiety or even depression. Having their own personal music, too, would be very beneficial because y- you, you know, you recognize the triggers. You know, since I suffer from anxiety and depression myself, and I know what the triggers are. But every now and again, you can't avoid it. You know, you recognize that trigger. It's there, and, and it's what to do. You know, now I've got to go into my toolkit and do what I need to do to make sure I don't get lost in it. And having that piece of music that you know is yours. You know it centers you, it calms you down, or it lifts you up, or whatever the case is. And uh, it's there. And sometimes you may only need to listen to a few notes and automatically it's got you there. So I think it's really, really important that we each find that little signature of music that speaks to us from the inside out.
1: I agree. I definitely agree. I, I always enjoy the process when I get to connect with people. And there's even somebody in the music industry where... I was giving her a taste of what I was doing, or what I'm doing with the affirmation work, let alone custom soundscapes, and I was able to help her move.
0: Oops. <sighs> Sorry, folks, we had a lovely internet, uh, internet um, misprint there, so please, please to continue for us, robot.
1: No worries, things happen. So um, with this woman who I was connecting with, she... After doing the affirmation for her and with her in her certain circumstances, she was able to tune into this recording. And at first, her I guess you could say her, her mind was very much like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I, I could do without this. And she says, you know, I, I really am inclined to, to listen to this, to see how this can make a difference in my life. And the more she started listening to it, it didn't have to be, you know, like all for one full hour, for three full hours. I mean, she was you know, tuning into it when she felt inclined to and it helped her with her awareness. And she was just like, yes, wow, this is helping. I, I can do this, I am doing this. So she was having more of that positive self-talk versus a negative self-talk, reminding her of where she wants to be and reminding her of what she is creating on a regular basis, being in the present moment. So that was a, an amazing transformational tool for her. To help her move through specific blocks and to help her really manifest what's most desirable for her
0: and it's and it's her signature so that's the and thing it's her signature cousin, piece yeah.
1: nobody else has it you know no one I haven't even broadcasted it for anybody else I think maybe there were a few people but I received this person's permission so
0: right. you know I can imagine this being absolutely wonderful in hospitals as a soft background, you've got the elevator music they choose is awful, but having, you know, each ward, you can look at what are the issues of that ward and uh, having some music in the background there that just lays that nice kind of tone and harmony in which to work from. I imagine it would be excellent in schools um, to calm the kids down. I imagine it would be fantastic in jails um, to, uh, again, keep that e- equilibrium there going. Um, I mean, there's so many areas where you can have this ambient music that can just kind of set the tone um, and be of assistance to what's going on.
1: That's my intention, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) I've connected with so many different people that have expressed the need and now it's a matter of visibility and connecting with the people that are feeling inclined and they're receptive to what this is, It's, it's so important. It really is so, so important.
0: And I, th- I think it's just a question of awareness. I mean, you know, it, uh, we can't blame people for, for being ignorant if the knowledge isn't out there. So we need to put the knowledge out there so they actually understand the benefits. Um, you know, when you, when you think about it, uh, try watching a movie without music. It tells a totally different story. If you're just watching, sup- my mother did this. She was getting deaf towards the end, and she would watch everything in silence or read the subtitles. But if you were in the room with her, you would have to say to her, "I need the volume, and <laughs> you know, I need the music because it sets what's coming next." And uh, you know, this. I think we need to look at that in our lives as a, as our own performance in life, as the music as to what's coming next, and and certainly in areas where there is. A lot of conflict or a lot of emotions that going on, having those tones in the background that just kind of help people from peaking too high or dropping too low, I think is something that's very very significant.
1: I agree, I really do. And blame, I mean, there's no point in using any blame. Mm. I mean, you're absolutely right about the awareness factor, and some people they they just don't want to. They're just too consumed in whatever is going on with. Uh, In their lives. So, music, okay, yeah, whatever. It's not a big enough priority. At the same time, too, having awareness around it, awareness, period, is such an important thing. So, anybody inclined to knowing that music is making a difference, or they sense that music is co creating change, or they really solely believe in the power of music, or anything in relationship to energy, or changing moods, or thoughts, or vibrations, that's amazing. Again, there's the, uh, the willingness to it. And yes, I mean, imagine having life without music, life without hearing. I mean, there's even those that have hearing disabilities that are still listening to music or they're feeling the music because of the vibration that's being played, whether it's either in a club and you can feel the vibration on the ground or near the speakers. I mean, there, there's a reason why there's a calling for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, awareness is so important, it really is.
0: I mean, it's very, very short-sighted of the educational system to to cut out music and to cut out the arts, because they think the arts is all frivolous, you know, just all Golden Globes and awards and things like this, but they don't realize how much it actually conducts our lives. Um, It is a a form of expression, it is our poetry, it is is our measurement, uh, you know, of our history of what we're going through. um, And you know, without music and without art, how do we express ourselves? How do we measure ourselves? How do we speak to what is happening in our society? It's, um, it is not just a sensational thing. It is something that is so fundamentally a language that we need to all speak in some form or other, or at least listen to or be able to see as a form of expression. It's silencing too many voices.
1: Yeah, well, again, well said. You're definitely speaking upon a topic that's very widely talked about, and I very much agree with you. Um, there has to be some sort of way where we can create and know that we're actually creating towards something and we're feeling great about what we're doing versus participating in environments where they're not really allowing self-expression or ways for us to authentically, vulnerably um, express ourselves and who we truly are
0: I mean it almost feels like they're trying to make society very robotic you know um, very soon the chips will come in the head and everything is about conform control um, do as you're told do as we tell you and you know we see this obviously in our sci-fi movies but we're actually seeing it in the fact that how much we're becoming slaves to our apparatuses like phones and everything else Um at some point, we have to step up and say, no, I will take responsibility and accountability for my own actions, my own thoughts, my own choices, um, and I want this in my life because it is a form of expression. And if we stand up together and sing it out, speak it out, draw it out, um, you know, we are now tipping those scales of, uh, of emotion that invites other people to step out of that uh, droidism, that roboticism, and uh, have permission to be able to speak, feel, and express themselves.
1: Proactivity is definitely a good thing, and responsibility. like taking personal responsibility, is it really is. I mean, otherwise, how can we really move forward if we're continuing to um, point fingers and just say, oh, yeah, well, it's your fault? I mean, it's very easy to tell someone it's their fault, when we're not willing to take responsibility for our actions. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's important. You know, if we really tune into ourselves and we really wonder, okay, well, what really feels right at this moment to co-create a change within ourselves? And you know, is this really serving me? Because I know a lot of people um, are just really fed up with how things are being run, regardless if it's a political type way or um, anything else. There's a lot of people that are feeling frustrated with how things are uh, so and the sad thing is they feel like they have no say or no control over what's going on either and at the end of the day you know we do have control over some things more than others even if we wish we had more control so tuning in to see what works is so important if we don't at least there's people that are willing to help like ourselves
0: i mean this is my message at the present moment is that um we are seeing some powers stepping into play and feeling that they now can dictate to everybody what they want and manipulate uh, the people we can only lose our power if we're willing to give it away and if we are willing to stand together in respectful unison and uh, wonderful diversity um, we actually become the empowerment and uh, we raise that frequency we raise that vibration it becomes that invitation for them to raise theirs if you wish to rule over us you must raise your vibration and meet us on our level and not succumb to the fear not succumb to the control where they will dictate what music we listen to so we really do have to step up and um, and start working together and raise that vibration
1: oh yeah stepping up and listening as well like listening to ourselves and literally listen to the music and, um, see what, uh, what sounds in alignment too. So yeah, fear, there, there's just so much fear out there and there's also a lot of love mm. and uh, I feel excited to see how love can help transcend what we're all experiencing right now through this massive transition.
0: I mean this is where music I think actually has more of an impact than anything else. You can have movies that make statements, books that make statements, you know people on TV that make statements, but that music I think reaches more people in more ways and has more ways of uniting people. You know, my anthem for this year so far is Rise Up by Andrea Day and it's not rise up with, you know, with weapons or with hate, it's rise up with love and respect and unity. And I think music is really the game, it's it's the platform, um, it's the stage from which we now uh, can step up in that ownership and it reaches more people around the world than anything else.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely, I very much agree with you.
0: So we need to step into that music and we, you know, we need to kind of tune in and don't put the music on that you're already in an angry state. Don't go and put music on that's going to make you more angry, that's so counterproductive. This is where you need the music that's going to calm you down. Yes, there's a reason to be angry, but you're never going to be able to do anything about it if you're in the angry state. So use the music to calm you down. Bring you down to that equilibrium, uh, that balance, that center. And from there, you actually be able to understand what it is you need to do.
1: Precisely. Exactly.
0: So, what's the difference between Life Rhythms and, and Truth?
1: Ooh, okay. So, Truth was designed for me as a music artist to do things that I've desired for myself and having a platform to do DJ sets and do acoustic sets and to create and produce music that's most resonant from my heart that I want to put out there into the world. With uh, Life Rhythms, I wanted to create a, a vehicle and a platform for those that are wanting to experience healing and well-being. So that's a wellness platform and music wellness. So basically, I'm working with clients that way versus having truth, a project for myself where I can express my own personal passions and interests.
0: So one is your truth, and the other one is representing other people's truth. Exactly. Right. That's simple. (laughs) Um, (sighs) Yeah. You must have some pieces of music that you've done um, you know that you, that you, you've given to clients and the impact that it's had is something that you're extremely proud of.
1: Definitely. Oh my gosh. I mean there's there's people on Facebook that would hear my music and they're just blown away from the creativity and the the way it feels for them. So I'm I'm feel very blessed to have a gift to do that.
0: Um, I, I, you know, again, back to that music, is that um, just as certain words speak to us, certain actions speak to us. You know, that music, uh, it, you know, is going to resonate with us wherever we're at at that time. It's going to speak to us and have a different meaning. But there again, something about music is that it has such a multi-language. You know, our words can only have so many meanings, but music can have so many meanings because it is a reflection of where you're at Right now, I'm going to be different from the next person to the next.
1: Yes, definitely. Right now.
0: <laughs> so, one piece of music. If you got a hundred people in a room not listening to each other, each one of them coming up with a different answer, you would probably find, you know, a hundred different ways of expressing of what that music feels f- for them.
1: Yes, yes. Everybody has their own perceptions. We're all individual expressions of divine consciousness. And that means that there may be quite a few people that have a difference in opinion. And they might be in a different mind state, because who knows, like the next day they might be feeling radically differently. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yes.
0: Um, again, music, you know, something that, um, as I said, is the very root, it's the very core of us. Um, but it's also, you know, so very stimulating. You know, we talked about it for calming down and everything, but you know, that stimulation, you know, sometimes people are just sluggish and I don't want to get up, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that. Put on that right piece of music and again it just you just start finding your body is moving, not necessarily in dance, but just in enthusiasm. So it's a great switcher honor as well as a calmer down.
1: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Which do you prefer to do? Or is it just a question of where you're at at the time? What's going on in your life?
1: It, it's definitely more of where I'm at at the time. I mean, there, there's times where I would feel very minimal and relaxing. And, you know, say if I want to cook some food or just um, lay in a space where I'm feeling more, more tranquil and more, um, I don't want to say withdrawn, but more contemplative. And I would just put on something that I would just rest my eyes and just allow myself to really be moved that way energetically Mm -hmm. there's other times too where I just can't help but bob my head and Mm -hmm. move my feet and just just get into a dance or feel more inspired to create some of that type of music myself so it's really depending on where I am how I'm feeling where I am in that moment
0: How much does the um, natural environment affect your your production of music? Because we live in a beautiful place, you know mountains, oceans waters, things like that, I mean does that have a You know, any lead for you?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Thank goodness I live in Southern California, so I'm close to an area called Ojai. It's a really, really beautiful area, and there's a vortex of energy down there, out that way. And I'm also close to the ocean. And so, I mean, having different environments, even being in the city or... You know, being with family or, you know, just even being in some social situations inspire me to create different pieces of music as well. So, um, natural settings? Yes. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: (laughs) Have you ever seen the movie August Rush?
1: Yes, actually. It's been a long time.
0: I mean, that movie is just so sensational for the way this uh, you know little prodigy um, could make music out of anything you know through the corn the wind running through the corn and um, just the different ways he heard music from the sounds of the traffic that this and that and and, you know if we stop and just stop being so busy stop being in such a rush and just maybe sat on a bench in the middle of the city sometime instead of listening to all the horns going (coughs) start making a tune out of it and you'll hear that the city has its own music
1: Exactly, exactly. There's this movie that was filmed and released in 2000 and it's called Groove. And it starts talking about like an underground um, party or a rave that took place in the San Francisco Warehouse District. And there's the opening scene where there's this electronic music playing in the background. There's different people, you know, in their d- daily routines. Other persons at work, they're like writing an email and knowing about where the party's going to be. Or um, there's this one woman which think immediately of what you were talking about where she was doing her laundry and she was hearing, you know, this music that we can actually hear the music. She's probably just hearing the, the dryer. So she's hearing her music. She's hearing the dryer basically, you know, tumble with the clothes and everything. And then she's like nodding her head back and forth, you know, like listening to the rhythm of the dryer as if it's the electronic music. So it was just so powerful.
0: Exactly. You never know where it's going to come out. Um, there is also this great, um, thing that was put on Facebook, it's all of these birds on um the um you know the telegraph lines, and they're all strategically placed and then somebody put musical notes over them and and said that if you played them you know then did play the music of what these birds in the position that they were in of what it came out, and it was a beautiful little piece you know they they were the real oh, original wow. tweeters. <laughs> And you know, nature has such an extraordinary way, or animals, or you know, the wind, and or even the way the water flows. It it all has its beautiful own rhythm, and um, you know, life energy music that goes through it, doesn't it?
1: Yes, yes, it goes without saying. There's mathematical equations. There's natural elements. Um, yes, one hundred percent.
0: Would you like to do a soundtrack for a movie?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. That'd be great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine, you know, obviously very challenging um, because the music is the last thing to come, isn't it? Once the movie's up there, then the music is uh, produced for that. But um, again, a movie without the music, you know, it, it is, it's the storyteller. It kind of sets you up. I mean, you know, what would horror be? Without that music, you know, psycho Eek, eek, eek. <laughs> Jaws, <laughs> dur-rum, dur-rum, you know. Um, yeah. I, rem- I remember being in the waters uh, off Africa, I'd swum out too far, I was tired, and I'm lying there trying to float my way back into the ocean back into the shores, and I kept feeling things swimming underneath me. And this is the days before any social media and the movie hadn't come out yet, but we'd seen heard the music for uh, for it, and that was jaws and my imagination got the better of me, and I'm starting feeling these things come and swim underneath my back, and all I start hearing the music of dur rum uh and you oh know that's the thing that's the power of music though isn't it you know it yes. can, it can make you terrified or it can be releasing or it could be you know setting you up for the next scene and uh we have to look at our lives as a performance, you know. We're 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 the actors of our own lives, and this is our stage. So choose your music carefully.
1: Yes. Oh my goodness, you you just read my. M-
0: sorry, lost you there. Are you still with me, Robert?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, uh, definitely.
0: Sorry. I oh Liz, I missed your comment there. It dropped.
1: Oh, I said yes, yes, most definitely. You read my mind.
0: Okay. Um, You know, music, again, is something that, uh, you know, that we can't do without. I don't care if you say, I don't like music, you can't avoid it, it's everywhere. Whether you admit it or not, it's having an effect on you. And perhaps if you kind of stepped into trying to understand music and what it means to you um, on a deeper level, you know, music would become something that is your best friend.
1: Oh, Yes. Nicely said.
0: <laughs> so would you um, <laughs> let people know, uh, you know, which of the two sites, what do you offer on, on both of them?
1: Oh, sure. Absolutely. The main site that I have is Life Rhythms, which is www.liferhythms.us. So I know rhythms is kind of tricky to spell, but it's L-I-F-E-R-H-Y-T-H-M-S.us. And on the website, there's different offerings for music for individual wellness. So, for instance, if you, again, are having depression or anxiety or you're having issues with addiction or anything that's in relationship to mental, physical, spiritual well-being, even more so, I'm creating custom music. So there's customized affirmations. Um, customized meditations. There's even resonance sessions, which is very much like coaching, just a way where I'm working with music and working with individuals and helping them reclaim their vulnerability, helping them reclaim their spiritual essence. Um, on the other end, too, it's also talking about um, working with those that are wanting to partner or basically with uh, in the coachings or healings and those that are wanting to use music as a modality in their business. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm also offering discovering sessions as well. Uh, they're about half an hour to 45 minutes. Sometimes they even go to an hour, depending on what the circumstances are. Um, at the same time, too, with uh, there's another website that I have. It's called um, Be In Truth. So B E I N T R U T H dot Bandcamp. So B A N D C A Amazon Mary P And that's basically my discography that I've had released for Truth. So, you'll see a few things under there for Life Rhythms as well, and 2017 I see a lot going on in terms of having more information and accessibility to different things that I've been doing with Life Rhythms, even some blogging as well as some visualizations and other things too to help increase more um, awareness with music and more to be in tune with yourself. Again, no pun intended. So, um, yeah, there is quite a few things going on and I'm always excited to connect with everybody and to see what I can do to be of service, even if it's a partnership or a collaboration. So.
0: Well, you've got a beautiful site here and I know that you you design sites as well. And this is a, a wonderful example. It's so clean, but at the same time, so vibrant um, and so, you know, very concise. You've given me ideas here um, and, you know, beautifully done. But that's another side of business that you do, right?
1: Thank you. Yes. Yes. Um, I do work with a web developer and I also work with other people too that are working with motion graphics and, you know, film and basically, um, what is it? Apparently I'm drawing a blank at this moment. Um, <laughs> I've been doing graphic design like branding and presentations and promotional materials and web banners and gosh, uh, that's one of my older professions that I've had. I've done graphic design for about years now. So, uh, it's always great connecting with clients and understanding what their needs are and be able to deliver quality materials in a timely manner.
0: Well, I mean, the graphic that you have here for Life Rhythms is, you know, is beautiful. And, uh, um, you know, I, I like things clean, etc. But, you know, I'm also the person who loves color because I think, you know, just like music speaks to us, color speaks to us. And you've incorporated all of that here. So it's a very beautiful site. So. Um, anybody needing for you for that side business, uh, they should give you a buzz as well. Um, How do people reach you, love? Um, What's the best way of getting hold of you?
1: I'm pretty accessible. I mean, I I know when you go on to liferhythms.us, you'll see uh, my phone number. You'll be able to see my email. Um, You can definitely get a hold of me on Facebook. You can definitely get a hold of me through my website. You can also reach me through uh, the Bandcamp website. I have a feeling you can also reach me through... SoundCloud, too, which is also soundcloud.com forward slash beintruth, so B-E-I-N-T-R-U-T-H. And I think that would probably be a good one.
0: Right, yes, because all of your music and everything is there. Um, I'm a big SoundCloud fan, that's what the station runs on. Um, so all of your links here are on your banner, and uh, so people can just click and find you wherever and uh, your email is uh, you know your um, gmail.com so if people want to reach out to you and uh, talk to you about whatever particular service you've got going um, you know i suggest that you do we have a couple of samples of his music here and we're going to leave you now with um, a piece of his music just to take you out and give you a little sample of it so thank you so much robert for being with us here today
1: Oh, and thank you. It's been a blessing and a pleasure, and I'm excited to be of service any way I can.
0: Wonderful. Uh, Music, folks, you can't live without it. You need to live with it. You need to integrate it into your life. Have a little signature uh, piece of music made for you, and you know that that is your your piece, and every time you hear it, it takes you to where you need to be, to center so you can realign and deal with whatever's going on in your life. And if you're a company or coach or... Um, um, in the health and wellness industry and you want pieces of music made for you that are custom-made for you and your company, reach out to Robert. That's what he specializes in. So to everybody, I wish you a wonderful musical day and may you enjoy this music as we go out. Bye for now.